Welcome to the Yard Suite Podcast for this Parsha's Bashalach Tafshin Pei Sponsorship for this podcast or for our Friday morning Zoom share is 180 US or 200 Canadian with both US and Canadian receipts available. This week's podcast, If I Am Marrying Myself, <clears throat> Why Bother Getting Married, is sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Mordechai Schiller, who just recently arrived in our Montebello community but already have become such assets and friends. Thank you to them. It's the Agadita in Sota, right at the beginning of the Mesechta, Beis Amralv, one that you've heard. An Agadita that on the one hand is about our Parsha, but on the other hand is about marriage, or really about any relationship where you bring two people together. Gadita talks about the challenges of marriage, creating a marriage, bringing people together, building a home, sometimes finessing two different personalities, and bringing them and making them work together. And the Gemara there tells us that Koshal is Zavkan, going ahead and creating that marriage, creating that successful marriage, that loving marriage, can be difficult. How difficult? Kriyas Yamsef, like the splitting of the sea. Now, the splitting of the sea was certainly something um, sui generis, unique, different, miraculous, something very, very difficult, for sure, for us to envision. But if we're drawing a parallel, aren't there better parallels Marriage is about bringing two people together, and sometimes that's complicated. The splitting of the sea was about taking a body of water and tearing it apart. Those are two very, very different processes. One is very different than the other. One's about bringing together. One is about pulling apart. Shouldn't Chazal, shouldn't the Gemara have chosen a different parallel? Kashalazafkin, it's difficult to match them up, like another situation where you're matching things up or bringing them together. Why is this the parallel? It's an old question, one with many, many answers. Allow me to offer one more answer, an answer that I think speaks about marriage, about good marriages, but really about any relationship that involves bringing different people and different forces together. And that's the understanding, the realization, that marriage isn't just about bringing two people together so that they can duplicate, regenerate, create another generation. If marriage was only about regeneration, about creating another generation, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have created it with the capacities that evoke the capacities of amoebas. Amoebas can re- recreate, they can create another generation all by themselves. They can self-generate. They don't need other amoebas to duplicate. If that's all marriage is about, about allowing two people to create another generation, there could have been other ways to do it. So, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu create us with a need for marriage? That lies in the core idea. Marriage is not about bringing two people who are the same together. If I'm marrying someone just like me, who thinks like me, who, who functions like me, who is me, who's a yes man or a yes woman, then I wouldn't need to marry. Marriage is about marrying somebody who is a little bit different, who challenges me, who says yes when I say no, who says no when I say yes. Not necessarily an argument, but something that philosophers call a dialectic. The classic dialectic that goes back to Socrates. And what is that dialectic? Dialectic starts with an original idea, a thesis. An idea that's revolutionary, that has something very new about it, and because it's new, it needs finessing. That thesis is then challenged by an antithesis, an antithesis. Something that opposes it. Something that says, well, maybe this aspect is wrong, and maybe that aspect is right. And when you have that antithesis, that antithesis, you can think. Think about the original thesis, 
think about the antithesis, and then you can end up in the middle with a synthesis. Of course, it's about philosophical debate, but it's about choices in life, about how to raise kids and where to live and how to speak and how to conduct oneself. When there's a husband and a wife and two different people who counter one another and correct one another and says yes when the other says no and says no when the other says yes, not as an argument, but as a way of finessing ideas, you end up in a much, much better place. We need that. We're limited. And our ideas are just small ideas that have components that are correct, but that have components that are not correct. And we need someone else to point that out to us. We need to hear that different point of view. We have to take things from that point of view, bring it back to our original point of view, and end up in the middle. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. That's what marriage is about. Marriage, then, is about two people being apart. Marriage is really a lot like Kriyas Yamsuf. Zivug, bringing people together and making it a good Zivug, a marriage that's a strong marriage, a marriage that's going to prosper and enrich both parties to the marriage, is a lot like Kriyas Yamsuf because it's a lot about people being separate, distinct, and different, and challenging one another respectfully so they think things through, talk things through, and develop excellent ideas. And interestingly enough, that really happened at Kriyas Yamsuf because the waters split. But what happens after the water split? Of course, they come back together. And what term does the Pasuk use when we talk about the waters coming back together? It uses a, a, a curious term, one that we don't see much. Le'esano, the waters returned. Le'esano, lifnos, boker, le'esano. What does le'esano mean? So Rav Nassim in the Mechilta tells us, Yoshno. Asan, Yoshin, close to one another, the she and the tick and switch that happen sometimes, Hebrew, Aramaic, the water went back to where it had been. And for sure, that's one approach, and that approach can be correct. But there can be another approach that can also be correct, that can work with the first approach. What is this approach? Asan, also brought down in the Medrash. Asan means strong. Asan Moshevecha, etan, strong, solid. When the waters came back, they came back with strength. Well, what do we mean that they came back with strength? As strong as before? Sounds like they were stronger than before, right? There's a certain strength. Well, why would they be stronger than before? Perhaps the idea is, is when the waters separated, you had countering ideas. Thesis, the first idea. Separate, another idea. You come back together to a synthesis, you have a better idea. It's the way the waters work. It's the way we as people work. And the waters are meant to evoke that. And that might tie in beautifully with the Medrash, that it's not just these waters that split, all the waters in the world split. What does it mean that all the waters in the world split? Kal hamayim shaba'olam, all the waters. What it means is, is that this is a metaphor for all of life. These waters, the relationship of marriage, other relationships between siblings and friends and business partners, you separate so that you can come back together. And when you're separate, you process things separately, you counter one another, you offer antithesis, and then you come back to the synthesis. And the truth is, that might explain yet another medrash, the medrash that tells us that when we travel through the sea, every shevet, every tribe had its own path. Why did every tribe need to have its own path? Perhaps the underlying idea is that every tribe, every shevet has a unique vantage point, a valuable vantage point. And that vantage point adds something distinct. Ruvain adds what Shimon doesn't add, and Shimon adds what Levi doesn't add. 
And if they'd all be the same, well, then you wouldn't need separate shvatim. They're different. And what each one does is counters the others, not in a negative way, not argument. But here, let me look at this from a different perspective. And when Kalal Yisrael takes in all of these different perspectives and melds them all together, they end up in a much better, much stronger place. They end up with a synthesis of excellent ideas. It's life, it's marriage, it's relationship, it's friendships, it's so many things. And the underlying idea then is, is that the right way to build a home, the right way to build a marriage, is to have two people who aren't yes man or yes woman, where husbands and wives always say yes to one another. But it's where they counter one another. They say, well, this is a good idea, but perhaps from this angle. It's a good idea, but it can be made better. Or maybe it's not such a good idea. We go ahead and we become stronger, not when we're always together, but sometimes, interestingly enough, when we're apart. Because when we're apart, we can come together in a much stronger, much better way. A sano. And indeed, Kashla Zavgan, to go ahead and make marriage work, Kriyas Yamsev. Go ahead and add your specific vantage point. Add your perspective. It'll be better for you. It'll be better for your spouse. It'll be better for the home that you build. If it's done respectfully, lovingly, and with care. With a bracha of a good Shabbos and hoping to connect again next week in Mir Tzashem.